0: Yeah, well look, it's an area, I think it's just building on realising a dream that Sydney Catholic schools have always had, and that is to have a centre of excellence for the performing arts. Uh, And the high level of expertise and the quality of the facilities here just make this the ideal place to do it. There is not one place in this building or in this site that is not purposely designed to achieve the highest level outcomes that we can offer.
1: Hello and welcome to Spotlight, Casper's podcast series of candid conversations with industry professionals, artists and teachers and students about all things performing arts. Listen to the Casper team chat to practitioners about their process, career highlights, future ambitions and the role of the arts in their lives. Welcome to Spotlight Season 2, Episode 1 of a series on Southern Cross Catholic College. Today I'd like to welcome the Principal of Southern Cross Catholic College, Tony Patton. Tony, as well as being this Principal, is the Manager of Applied Learning, Vocational Education and Training and Creative Performing Arts. Tony, what a huge title. Welcome to Spotlight. Spotlight. Thank you very much, James, and I think they should just call it the manager of
0: Alphabet. We'd must regret really his there, wouldn't it? It would be a lot easier.
1: <laughs> okay, Tony, so here you are now at the manager of this beautiful college. I suppose just for our listeners, how did you get here? Just a brief summation of um, what got you to this position. Well, I
0: actually came back out of retirement, James. I had been working for Sydney Catholic Schools for a while. I then went into some retirement and a little bit of consultancy, uh, missed the uh, interaction that I used to have every day with the students and the staff and, and the professional colleagues. And whilst I was doing a lot of work for them, I thought, hmm, I'd really like to get back in and make a difference. So that's what brought me here. Right. And you've, you've worked in both Victoria and New South Wales. I have. Uh, 16 years in New South Wales and 16 years in Victoria, then another four years up here and another three years back in Victoria and now back here.
1: Wow. Mm. From the work that we've done together, I know I I refer to you as a renaissance man. You have this quite unique skill set that brings um, a love of applied learning with a love of the creative arts and the performing arts as you are a Mm -hmm. performer and a writer. That's an interesting skill set. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that in terms of being a principal? Well, it kind of comes back from both personal and professional stuff. Uh, Growing
0: up in a musical family, like uh, my mother was a music teacher, all my four sisters are all qualified music teachers and drama teachers, and I'm the only unqualified uh, music teacher amongst them. However, I have been a musician. I play guitar, drums, keyboards, sing, my, uh, vocals are my favourite, do, do a fair bit of composition, not as active as I used to be, mm. things like that. Then combined with my education background, would you believe I started as a primary school teacher with a training in physical education and health, uh, then decided, oh, I don't like the outdoor classroom, I then did a bit of specialisation in technology, and uh, I must be a really weird mix because I must be the only principal I am with a master's degree in computing science combined with all of the other things in education, so my interests are wide and varied.
1: A very interesting skill set, but one that really gives you the strength to charge forward with a vision for the new Performing Arts High School here at SCCC. So let's talk about what is your vision for this amazing space?
0: Yeah, well, look, it's an area, I think it's just building on realising a dream that Sydney Catholic schools have always had, and that is to have a centre of excellence for the performing arts. Uh, And the high level of expertise and the quality of the facilities here just make this the ideal place to do it. And having an opportunity for students who are gifted in that area to come and pursue their passion to the highest level possible, I think that is just so important. And uh, that's what i really, I think, the whole concept of what we're doing here is realising a long-held vision for Sydney Catholic schools, And but most importantly, we are providing the opportunity for those passionate youngsters who would really love to apply their skills in those areas.
1: Yeah. Well, at the moment, we're sitting in the recording studio here at Southern Cross Catholic College. It's an amazing space. It is. Um, what excites you about the whole physical space around here?
0: Well, the thing that excites me the most is the specialisations uh, that are in. I mean, and we look at back to the vocational sides of things uh, as well, the specialist facilities there. There is not one place in this building or in this site that is not purposely designed to achieve the highest level outcomes that we can offer. And sitting here looking behind you, James, with a green piano sitting there behind you, sitting there's a booth where we can record singers, that's not the type of thing you'll find in every school. It is unique. And it's it, it, the uniqueness in what it does provides a chance for us to be that centre of excellence.
1: And uniqueness applies to how you want to combine applied learning pathways as a point of difference for the students mm. here.
0: Yeah. And look, and it's something I, mean, I, I bring that from Victoria a lot of it. The, There's a big focus on applied learning there. But having an understanding of what applied learning is. Applied learning is basically learning by doing, instead of do-after learning. So we know with music, we know with dance, we know with drama, all of those are you build your craft through practice and through application. And so applied learning is so essential in those areas. Uh, and I think that's what we need to be upfront about, that you learn by doing. You build your expertise by doing. And what we do is we support
1: you in your doing to help you realise the excellence that you have in you. And how do you think that will be applied to say performing arts students? Um, and creative arts students when they come to the college?
0: Yeah. Well, um, besides among regular curricula, firstly we have a bit of a self-directed learning program, which we'll talk about later. But the specialisations that students that are able to get involved in, uh, that there will be specialist streams in the performing arts where we can do more than one area. So you might have students who are talented or gifted in more than just the music or more than just the drama or more than just the dance. Then the ability to actually schedule into every student's uh, learning schedule, opportunities for performance, opportunities to practice, whether they be ensemble groups or small performance groups, the ability to do a number of different styles of production every year. So instead of just having that once-off thing every couple of years, well, we might be combining with our other vet entertainment industry students that we have here to be able to showcase, develop showcase events. And the other type of thing that we're looking at too is master classes. So Every week, students have an opportunity to apply their skills in a masterclass-style setting, to learn from the best and the brightest, and then to go off and apply those skills, what they learn of those masterclasses. So it will be a really uh, targeted program. It will really look at building on their specialisation, but the most important part, not just limiting it to one area of specialisation, but trying to broaden that specialisation a bit. And one other way that we're doing that, that will distinguish us from every other college that does this our students will have an opportunity to uh, have accelerated progression in a number of areas but one of those being through the vet certificate three level that we're we'll providing for people in community dance theater and events and that will be one thing that all of those students will finish with their certificate three as well as their hsc specializations Tony, you mentioned
1: self-directed learning. Do you want to just explore that a little bit with us?
0: Yeah. Uh, Look, and it's a very different way. The the college is unique. Most traditional schools that students go to tell the students what subject they go to, when they go to it, who they'll be learning from, and they have very little choice. So there's not much student agency. Our focus is the reverse. Students develop their own learning schedule based on their needs and their interests, if they decide the best time for them to undertake or learn mathematics is at this particular time of the day with this particular teacher, they select that. They develop their timetable around that. So they have guidelines to which they develop. But a student can therefore do things, say, under a traditional school, Oh, you have to do maths Monday morning, period one, but that's when choir runs. Oh, well, you've got to make a decision. Choir or maths, what do you want to do? Well, we know who loses out. We're trying to reverse that. We're saying, OK, choir is your big passion. Singing is your big area. So what we will do is allow you to do that, and you can choose to do maths any time that you want as it's available across the other 30 blocks in the timetable. So students determine the what, the when, the where and the how of what they learn. Very different to most traditional schools, but what it does, it provides freedom for the students to pursue all of their interests. So you've been running under that model for this year now? Yes, we've been running under that model this year. Uh, It's a model that I've used in uh, similar schools in Victoria but it's one that really makes a big difference to the students.
1: Can you see how, um, could you give us an example of how it might have manifested itself in the day-to-day life of the students and how you've seen them interacting? Mm.
0: Well, look, I'd have to go, uh, the types of comments that I've, got, that I've received from the students, uh, they all talk about, they were all very nervous about it when it first started. But um, after a while, they loved it. And if you go to talk to a student now and say, like, I want you here, they'll go, no, no. <laughs> I go there now, at this time. And uh, you know some have found it a little bit hard, but the vast majority of students find that they tend to work and study more now with their peers, and they actually learn quite a lot from their peers as well. Now that's something that we knew; we already know that happens. But now what we've done is the philosophical framework underpins this, allows students to progress at their own rate, allows them to learn with who they want to learn with and when they want to learn, so the pillars of the continuous progress. And the other thing we have in place too is a thing called the Student Success Programme. And with the Student Success Programme, every student is known well by one person in the school. And that person is responsible for their success in the entire time that they're enrolled at the school. That is a significant adult in their life. That is the one who makes sure that they do not go through the school anonymously, but that they are well known and they're loved and they have somebody who is empowered
1: to take action on their behalf or to be their advocate. That's inspiring. So we move now from the college itself to the wider opportunities for schools and teachers across the Archdiocese, specifically in the performing and the creative arts, mm. which now you're yeah. heading up. And look, and look, I make um, no
0: apology for the fact that whilst we kick this off, there's a lot of focus on Southern Cross as it gets itself up and going in particular. But the most important thing is that we know that we service the entire Archdiocese and the affordances of what we can develop here of Southern Cross need to be available right across the entire diocese, whether it's in primary school, secondary school, or we're trying to get rid of those terms, that whole catered to approach. How is it that we best support that? And I, think, I often try to think in terms of like a hub and spoke model. We have a hub where we develop a whole lot of expertise and then we say, OK, now how do we move that out and how do we sustain that? Because one of the often things we do is we get little programs, what I'd call pockets of excellence, that flourish somewhere, then wither away and die. Why? Well, the key person's left or or whatever the case may have been. But if we put in place the structures that make sure it's sustainable, that make sure those programs get delivered day after day, that's how we get and build success and build excellence, not just at Southern Cross, but across the entire Sydney Archdiocese.
1: As we move out into the whole of the Archdiocese, we look at what the importance of arts in education is in a general way.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, one of my favourites, uh, the late Sir Ken Robinson, uh, and the work that he had done on how schools stifle creativity. Well, we're about reversing that. We're about saying, and we're not just saying do music for music's sake or do dance for dance's sake. It's purposeful because an understanding of those creative and performing arts, it provides people with a different way of being able to view the world. It provides you with different ways to generate ideas or different solutions. Most importantly, all of those performing arts and the creative visual arts provide you with a way of expressing yourself Right? So we're not all just going to do it through writing or through public speaking, but I might do it through dance, I might do it through sculpture, I might do it through a medium of animation. But it's another way that we can all express ourselves and we look at some of the excellence in our world. It's come from our creatives. And it's very important that we encourage creativity, not
1: stifle. Inspiring words. So... What are you most proud of? You've had this incredible history as an educator, as a family man. So tell me, what are you most proud of?
0: I've got lots of my personal things. I'm very proud of nearly all aspects of my personal life, but it's more my professional life that I'm proud of here. And as I mentioned at the very beginning, I, I knew when I got out and retired originally that I missed it. I missed it dearly. And whilst I was working, uh, making, uh, supporting other things, I was never back at the front where I could actually see the difference in the smile on somebody's face. When that light bulb comes on, at 7.30 or 7.20 every morning as the students are coming through the gate, them talking to me about what they're doing, what they're hoping to achieve today, those types of things, in the afternoon when they're leaving, what's really good about what they've done what's something that they've learnt or taken home from today. Those types of conversations are the things that make you want to get out of bed every morning. It's the smiles on the faces that make you want to get out of bed, make
1: you want to be here. Yeah, and so that's, I think that's what I'm most proud of. It's a great personal response. Thank you for personal responses. What song are you singing at the moment in the shower? <laughs> I'm a bit of a
0: show tunes man, uh, so I often sing show tunes, but I've got a, a great love of um, West Coast California music as well, so um, I do a bit of that. But, uh, but when you're in the shower,
1: building out a show tune, there's nothing better, and uh, so I often sing out a show tune. Fabulous. <laughs> well, Tony, thank you so much for joining us today in our Spotlight Season 2, Episode 1. And we look forward to the adventure that you will bring to Southern Cross Catholic College in the years to come. Thank you, James. In, in the old show tune style, when I'm
0: opposite, your smile. Then I'm opposite a rainbow. Kick on the creative and performing arts.